The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. I tell you what, I've never been a fashion guy, uh, but I've been amazed at how many people look at the shoes that Pacers Running set me up with, the mm-hmm. Brooks running shoes that I have, and they're like, those are sharp. <laughs> I, those are the those are like the best running shoes ever. It's it's just amazing to me. That's happened twice in the last like couple of weeks, and it, it wouldn't be possible without Pacers Running. Make sure you head out to Pacers Running, uh, uh, their website. They're great people. Get yourself a, a good fitting there. Um, let's uh, talk about some of these these roster moves. Uh, Wentz, Carson Wentz was finally let go uh, off the team, off the books. This was one we saw coming. Trev, what do you think about the timing of it? Did it feel too late for you? Did it feel like almost like the Bruce Allen years where we're waiting until the last minute? Or do you feel like this was still early enough in the process? It's still early enough in the process. Um, first and foremost, I think the first move that was made for a roster that happened at 4 o'clock in the morning when I got up to use the bathroom and happened to look was the Deron Payne situation. We'll get to that soon. But that was the most important um, situ- uh, decision to make. And then, I mean, we'll have to be done by, what, March 7th, I guess, or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's today's March 1st. They did it right before March 1st happened. I don't care how long it took, as long as they happened, I guess. So we got a lot more money to spend on other needs. So sucks. I thought he was going to be great. I was optimistic about it when we got him. Then he broke his finger. Started that winning streak, though. He did start it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Trev's going to um, hold on to that one about oh, yeah, as much yeah. as Stoner holds on to uh, the New York Giants being frauds. Yes, we do see you, Authentic, in the chat. Uh, make sure you head out to Authentic in the Beard. Great group. What uh, great content out there. What up? Uh, what's good? Thanks for uh, joining us tonight. Are you going to hold on to that $10 that you owe me for saying Carson Wentz was going to be on the roster next year? I mean, he he could still come back as a. That's true. I will. He's I will. not wrong. He's You're not, not wrong. wrong. He can still come back. I I tell you what. I'll offer you a buyout. Eight dollars and sixty four cents. No. So you can pay me eight sixty four now. Yeah. Nope. Or you can wait and end up wait. losing anyway, and you have to pay me the full ten. I'll get. I'll. We'll see what happens. I'm not doing I'm yeah, not for a dollar forty, I think I probably wait too. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was a long time coming, right, Stoner? This wasn't anything to be surprised yeah. about. In fact, it barely moved the needle when it came to things. Now, for us, for us, it was national news. It was, you know, it was front page on ESPN.com. Yeah, it was, you know, their their bottom their bottom line. It was, you know, breaking news. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a big deal for everybody else. But for us, everybody knew it was going to happen. And that's kind of gets back to that whole thing where I always talk about how. Um, you know, things that happen around here, we seem like it only happens to us, but that's just because we're more plugged in. Yeah. Right. When it happens other places, it's not that big of a deal or it, it's a bigger deal than it is to us here because we we're plugged in already. That's and so I don't think it's a wrap for Wentz either. Why? Yeah, authentic saying it's a wrap for Wentz. He's probably going to land somewhere. He's, oh, he's going to get going to land somewhere. Yeah, he's going to he's going to get himself another chance. There's just too many QB needy teams. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get the 
like $30 million he had before, obviously $28 million last year for Washington. Uh, But none of that's on the books for Washington, which is the best part free. Mm. You know, this is, this is where the cap opened up significantly for Washington. They also made another move that was a little bit of a shock to uh, some Washington fans, but it did free up, you know, four, $4 million there. And that was the, the cutting of, Sorry here of Bobby McCain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did that uh, come to a shock to either one of you? It did to me a little bit, not to the point where I'm still dwelling about it today, but um, I'd never, I didn't see that coming. You never heard any rumblings about it or anything like that. It was just out of left field. Like, Oh yeah, by the way, Bobby McCain, you're gone. Yeah. Um, he was a nice vocal leader in the locker room. Um, he was, kind of productive making a switch from free safety to a slot corner, which is very hard to do in the NFL, but he seemed to handle it pretty well, but he wasn't a world beater at that position. It's not like we're losing somebody huge on defense, mainly a locker room voice and a leader on the defense, but we're losing rather than his play. Um, I think he had a better year last year than he did this the year before last than this past season. Um, so it is what it is. He's kind of low key a, a Jag too. If you think about it, I mean, he had sure. good seasons in Miami why we got him here and now he's going to his third team maybe fourth team so. hybrid player kind of like yeah. a safety and mm-hmm. the corner i think they want yeah. a dedicated slot corner right they have two good young safeties that thing bob mccain not exactly old either he is 29 years old uh stoner mm-hmm. i think liked bobby mccain am i wrong i did i did i i liked like trevor was saying i liked how he kind of stepped into a new role and thrived at it. He wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't getting killed out there. But the emergence of cheaper, younger draft picks, Butler, Forrest, Curl, mm-hmm. at that safety position made him kind of expendable. Now, I think they still do have a hole there, right, oh, yeah. with the slot corner slash yeah. safety. They, they need another slot corner. They do need to address that, mm-hmm. but maybe it does come from in-house. Maybe it is something that, you know, a butler who kind of emerged towards the end of the year, uh, maybe he slides into something like that. Okay. And you have Curl and Forrest back uh, deep. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, you know, maybe they saw enough at the end of the year that Jack Del Rio said, look, he can go because Butler really emerged. Yeah. Or, or they're just going to address it in the draft or free it, whatever. Mm-hmm. They saw that, like Trev said, he's kind of a jag. And at $4 million, we can go cheaper there. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. $4 million can go a long way. Of course, it's not going the way of really realistically Eifler, Wild Goose, Nathan Gary, uh, Mayo. These are all kind of the names that they've kind of signed to these one-year contracts. Mm -hmm. Any one of these names surprise you, gentlemen? All of them. (laughs) One-year deals. Jonathan Williams is there as well. I didn't drop his name. But like the way that they reported it, we just know that it's nothing really going to hurt our pockets in the long run to go get some guys that we want. So it's like yeah. they're, they're signing their depth guys now and getting them out of the way so we don't have to worry about, oh, who are we going to have for depth now that we got Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker, but who's going to back him up now? Like, you know, so. Right, you, you have know, that. We have that already. Because these are probably like a million, like up to a million or a little over a million contracts is what I'm thinking, like barely a million dollars. Sure. You know, and, and they're not oh, even yeah, these, guaranteed – to be on the roster right these are, a lot of these are camp bodies that you're you're, yeah. you're pulling in now maybe that four million dollar opening is for our first 
Skybar Super Chat here, as uh, we're going to be branding it from EP. <laughs> Nine ninety nine in the super chat. We appreciate you, EP. Uh, you know what this means? The hive oh, no. is still alive. Now take that back. You can keep your money. You can keep your money on that one, EP. <laughs> can you reverse it after you've already said it? Yeah, it? but you can. <laughs> we appreciate EP with the sky bar oh, super chat. God. There. Uh, just note that if we get to fifty dollars on any of our our uh, streams during the stream for a super chat. You can go to Skybar and get yourself a free appetizer. You just have to Ooh. mention Ref the District Skybar Super Chat if we get to $50. So we appreciate EP doing a big gain there for our fans in the Lexington area there. Um, now, one of those, I, I'm joking about the hive. I just wanted to get the Super Chat in there. We'll <laughs> talk a little bit about the QB1 situation later. Mm-hmm. Now, one of those things, this four billion or four million, we were talking about billions earlier, four million dollars does open up. Is Deron Payne was tagged mm-hmm. by Washington, and that's going to be a projected eighteen point nine million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, getting rid of Carson Wentz. Now you're opening up another four, um, you know, four million dollars here with Bobby McCain. How much, if not just the eighteen million, do we expect to go to Deron Payne, Trev? Uh, all of it. The, I'm saying all the opening, oh, like all the money that we just opened up. The oh, Washington oh, no. has to significant Deron. cap space now. Um, I mean, some a lot of it will go of it, but not all of it. But the majority should go because we already spent money extending uh, Terry last year. That was good. Um, I know somebody questioned Curtis Samuel, and that that was shut down at the combine today by Marty Mayhew. So. We'll see how much that's going to cost. But I think the most expensive price tag for this offseason for us was Deron Payne. So I think a lot of that, if not maybe half of that, should go to him since we tagged him for $18 million. So, and, and they can still obviously sign him to a long-term deal. For sure. Right? And they can backload it. They can do all that they would normally do in terms of, uh, you know, making the cap number not so bad here yeah. early on. Right. So maybe it's only a $12 million cap hit this year. Right. Down the road, it might be a little bit more. But for now, anyway, it's not so bad. And then they can restructure other guys as well. Me, I'm, you guys know this. Yep. I'm under the impression that they're going to eventually trade him. Oof. Uh, because they don't want to pay two defensive tackles a total of $40 million a year against your cap, whatever it is that Payne and Allen would get especially you still got sweat next year and you got young the year after, or maybe next year if they don't do the fifth year tag. So you got a lot of money invested in just those couple areas. I'd mm-hmm. like to see him trade uh, Deron Payne, or if you give him that long-term deal, you really got to backload it. So those numbers aren't hurting your cap these next couple of years. One of the things we've been seeing a lot lately, at least I I don't think I ever really saw it until like the last two or three years, are these void years that Mm. they've been putting into contracts later to kind of minimize the actual cap hits. Uh, Trev, long-term deal for Deron Payne, trade. Where where are where's Washington going to go with this this tag? Or does even Deron Payne even sign it? Yeah. That's that's a lot. That's he he might not sign it because he probably thinks he's worth more than what the tag is worth. Um, I don't know what the defensive tackle tackle market is yet because we haven't seen anybody sign extension or 
an agreement to that extent right now. So or get cut or get cut. I mean, it's so early in the game. Free agency is two weeks from today, so that's probably going to happen very, very soon. Oh, I can't wait for free agency. Yeah, um, some people are already getting released. We saw Leonard Fournette get released, but on you know Kenny Galladay is going to be released too. So it's starting, but it's very slow. I don't know, man. I feel like we need money in position somewhere else on the defense. I feel that our defensive line is serviceable enough to go ahead and, like Stoner says, trade him or offer him some money if he wants more, except anyway, it'll be fine because we we need help everywhere else rather than the defensive line. So that's just tough because he's performing really well, and you mm-hmm. would love to keep him and Jonathan Allen together forever. Absolutely. You would love that. But at the same time, it's more than two people on, on defense to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we've seen that you can get there without having a stout um, defensive line, Chiefs. Um, so it is, it's just, this is a really hard one. This is, is a hard one. This I agree. Real hard. I, I mean, throughout the season, we were certainly on team pain the man. Right. Uh, and only recently really switched over to it's just too much in your defensive interior defensive no i was line. always i was always he's i, I didn't want to yeah sign you, him. Did. you I, did i didn't want to okay. sign him just not again not because of his talents right. he's an unbelievable talent but just because of the cost and because of the cost of the other guys around him mm-hmm. I, I mean if you're gonna you drafted a guy in the second round last year <laughs> yeah. Right, you yeah. picked up a couple of guys off the scrap heap who turned out to be pretty good. Now yeah. everyone's coming off injuries and blah yeah. blah blah. You can yeah. you can totally say, uh, you know, these bad points uh, that oppose my good points or whatever. I get it. I, I just think it's probably best that you either trade him yeah. for some other. You know, you might get a linebacker or something. Yeah. You might right. get an offensive lineman. You might get Justin Fields. I don't know. Yeah. Right, but yeah. I think that they should trade him. I, th- I think so, too. I mean, we kind of could fit the mold of the Los Angeles Rams. I'm not saying Jonathan Allen is Aaron Donald, but we've got our guy. We've got our Aaron Donald in the squad on the defensive line. You saw what they did with only him pretty much. They went to the Super Bowl and won it. Hmm. So as long as we got our stout guy that we can build the line around, I think we'll be okay. Stop being greedy and having two. But I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, there's some there's some uh, obvious value to be had there, as Kevin, yeah, the PRF, tough. points out. Until we have uh-huh. to pay a quarterback – we can afford paying all four linemen and upgrade three other needs. Well, wouldn't you and, rather and that's go where and... Washington's at right now? They're, they've got a fifth round rookie that they're going to try out uh, again, more on that in a little bit. Or if they end up going drafting, having to draft a QB next year, again, that pushes that, that big paycheck out the way. And speaking about big paychecks, it's our second super chat of the night. We appreciate our hey, man what? here. Uh, Al Catone. Yeah. Yep. Whoa, With look twenty dollars, we appreciate that, Alcatone. We're up to twenty nine ninety nine now. Again, if we get to fifty dollars, you can head to Lexington, Virginia. Hit up Sky Bar, mention the Sky Bar Super Chat, and you get yourself a free appetizer. Trev will hook you up while he's there. Appreciate you, Alcatone, for the super sticker there. Twenty dollars, gonna give it to you again. Appreciate that. Appreciate um, you. Yeah, man. Now, so. So I kind of agree with Kevin there when we're talking about that this is something that you know you could potentially spend and maybe it's not to a long-term deal. Maybe you talk with him and he's willing to play another year and he's uh to to prove that he can do this because sure. this was his first year with double digit sacks. This is his first year seeing uh, as in a pro bowl. 
And mm-hmm. so let's see if he can repeat it. Now, obviously, that's going to be a lot on Deron Payne. If he feels he's done enough, then he's not going to want to risk not being signed to a long-term deal, risk injury mm-hmm. and everything. Him and Jonathan Allen are a very good front for Washington, especially because they're the ones getting pressure and not our defensive ends. And so maybe a repeat season would be exactly what the doctor ordered. I'd love to see them take that money and put it on the offensive line. Ooh. Okay. Like, like Kevin was saying that you are not paying for a quarterback, presuming that they don't go out and get a quarterback. But I would take that money of not paying a quarterback and not paying two defensive linemen, two defensive tackles, and put all of that towards your offensive line. Wouldn't you like to see them bring in a guy who was a top three free agent, you know, a tyke, uh, a tackle or a guard or whatever, bring that guy in for $20 million a year because he's an all pro and because he's graded at high position, i.e. the William Jackson play. I, You know, it didn't work out, but they went after the number one cornerback and got him. Then they went after the number one receiver and ended up with number two receiver and Curtis Samuel. And that one has kind of worked out so far. Mm-hmm. I want to see them do that with the offensive line. I want to see them go out and get a big time offensive lineman mm-hmm. for that $20 million that you're paying. Orlando paying. Brown. Orlando mm-hmm. Brown. Right. Absolutely. Any, any of those guys that the, the, the guy from the uh, giants, or the giants, the 49ers, I was thinking San Francisco giants. The 49ers. Trent the Williams McGlinchey, coming back home? No, the McGlinchy dude, right? Or McGlinchy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I would that's where I want my money focused this offseason. If you're not going to go out and get me uh Aaron Rodgers or you know, whatever, a big time quarterback, and you're gonna go with Sam Howell, mm-hmm. then just like last year when I said surround Carson with with talent, you need to say you need to surround Sam. With offensive even line. even more yeah even more important to surround him because you know this is going to be his first full year there yeah uh, I, I think that makes sense now uh one of the things uh ant-man had brought up was i heard the tag was non-exclusive so he mm-hmm. could negotiate with another team yep and we could get compensated yep ask yourself though it, to do that if you do the non-exclusive and another team comes in and says hey duran we want to give you four years, $80 million or whatever, just to put a number on it, right? Mm-hmm. And Payne says, okay. Well, I mean, the commanders would do that, let him go in an instant. Yeah. Because that team then has to give us two, not one, two first-round draft picks. Is Deron Payne worth, to the other team, two first-round draft picks plus the, the long-term deal that they're going to get? I think, yeah, maybe a first and a second or two seconds, but yeah, but that's the compensation for signing an offer sheet on a tagged player on a non-exclusive tagged player. So nobody's going to do that. So yeah. don't so don't worry about that. And, and more than likely, if a team wants him, uh, they'll negotiate the long-term contract after agreeing to a trade with Washington, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where Gus Bus is coming here. You can negotiate lesser compensation. Yeah, and you can negotiate lesser. Draft picks yeah. too. And so it's not too yeah. first. And and that's probably what it that's honestly where if he's not playing for Washington and he's not sitting out a year, that's mm-hmm. how this is going to end up. Washington's going to find a trade partner, going to send him over there, and then he's going to sign a long term deal with that team. 
Yeah. Uh, what would Washington get in return for that, Trev? Two, mm. two, uh, two seconds or a second and a two third. Seconds. Yeah. I mean, he's he's great, but this is first. How many years has he been in the league? Well, this so, will be this, year five or yep. six. Not true. Okay. This will be and coming into year six. Yeah. First, yeah, first Pro Bowl, double digit sack year. Great year, but it's his first one. Uh, he was pretty much playing complimentary his whole career until this past year. Hmm. Um, two seconds, a second and a third, but I wouldn't do a first at all. I wouldn't group any kind of first round pick in that trade at all. Yeah, he's probably second and a third. If you got a second and a third for Deron Payne, you'd be ecstatic. Yeah. yeah. If 162 tackles, 26 sacks in the five years displayed. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Trev's the one that don't care about draft picks. But, yeah, you got a second and third. Imagine just to say it's this next year. Right, yeah. and you're gonna get a you're gonna get a third for sheriff, right, for the compensatory pick, mm-hmm. right. So you're gonna have which is really replacing the third that you used for wins. Yeah, so you're gonna have a first, two seconds, a third. You know, you're you're gonna have a lot of picks in the top 100 to yeah, be able to rebuild top 200. So yeah. that's really gonna happen. and that's where you go get more offensive line. You get your Bobby McCain replacement. Right, you get a linebacker, right? Man, those picks are everything, and mm-hmm. you've got to figure out how to do it in when you're trying to figure out this roster. That's those guys get paid millions of dollars to do. So hopefully they they make the right decisions. But you can always spin it, right? They can always spin it, and I'll be sold on it. You know, if they say if they send them out for a fourth rounder or something, and I'll be pissed at first, and then. They'll figure out a way to sell it to me, and I'll buy it. <laughs> kind of like with the with Mathis in the second round and Robinson in the third round. We'll, we'll, we'll always it, we'll always find it. a way to convince ourselves right. it was the right move Love in them. the end. Uh, one of the things that uh, speaking of making the right move in the end, there's a lot of people in our comment section talking about Jalen Carter now. Jalen Carter is in the yeah, news trouble. for some very not good reasons trouble. right now. And so some people are kind of seeing this as a tune, uh, you know, kind of slide. This was a, you know, Jalen Carter was supposed to be a top five pick. And now he's being brought up in charges and uh, very serious allegations going on that, that I'm not going to touch on because I haven't read too much on that today uh, Mm. because I've been very, very busy reading up on all this other Washington content that we've been seeing. Um, What do you guys think about maybe drafting, Deron Payne's replacement. We did second year in a row. No, we're not doing that. No, 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 we're not doing that's that. 16. No, we're not doing that. Go get you a cornerback. This is a guy who has top five talent. I don't care. No, we're not doing mm. that. We got mm. we went and did that last year. Um, mm. we're not doing it again this year just for the chance of it repeating. Now we got two quote unquote defensive tackle studs on the bench. And we have to go get somebody in free agency who's old as dirt because that's how director Rio is. And now we're stuck with the uh, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, and Davlin Tomlinson, or, or like a and Dumpton <laughs> Sue or Linval Joseph, right there, and like somebody on, on their last. No, don't do it. Use sixteen to go get your cornerback, a linebacker, or draft up and get somebody else, or draft it away. But do not repeat from last year. Don't do it. Don't Trev, do it. if Jalen Carter is there at sixteen, I am not doing it, bro. I am a billion it. percent. I'm not I don't care if I signed, if I already signed Payne to a long-term deal, I'm cutting Jonathan Allen and I, and I'm taking, I'm not really, that's, that's way, 
That's yeah, I too far. That's too far. I, I went too far. But you know what I'm saying? I'll I mean, Jalen Carter is not going to be there. At is a dude. He's right. not going to be there. At He's not going to be. I'm just saying, if he was, heck yeah, I'm I'm taking him. Jalen nah. Carter, are you kidding me? No, that I'm dude's a difference maker. How? Everybody said the same thing about Trey Walker last year, and what happened to him? Trey Walker was. What do you do? Trey Walker for the Jaguars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Trey Walker was, he was pretty he darn, was good. darn good. He was darn good. Last year. I thought you were going to go a different route, and that was going to be Chase Young, but that's going to be a conversation <laughs> no, for Chase a little Young bit had later. Chase Young had sacks his first year, guys. Come on. <laughs> he was a stud. He won Rookie of the Year. Hello? Yeah. Well, didn't where, where was uh, where what was his name again already from the Jaguars? Exactly Where's my point. Walker? That's my point exactly right there. That's exactly my point right. I think there. he. I bet you. I bet you. Without I even bet. looking, I what? bet you he was top five for defensive rookie of the year. I bet you he was. You you can look it up. Yeah, but authentics yeah, agreeing with us there. Uh, Trout saying Jalen Carter's not going to make it past the sixth pick. Uh, it yeah, looks it like David down. here is trying to get uh, authentic uh, riled up uh, with QB <laughs> Daniel Jones nah. signing. We have a whole video on uh, on Danny Dimes there and what we think about him, David. So you should definitely check that one out. Playing for where we specifically Jones. asked authentic what do you you know what his thoughts were on uh, on Daniel Jones coming to Washington. Woe there now here. Payne and Allen are staples in the defense. But if we don't get a stud linebacker behind them, we're going to struggle. Disagree. Woe there now. What are you talking about? We have David Mayo resigned. We have Nathan Gary resigned. Uh, these aren't studly enough players for you. Yeah, and, and plus those two guys, the Mayo and uh and Davis were there last year, and this was a top 10 defense. We didn't struggle last year so if you just bring the back the band get the band back together again you shouldn't struggle because you got the same guys do you want an upgrade at linebacker a hundred percent go get you on a free agency don't draft one because there's no good stud ones in the draft and all right we're not we're not gonna go with Jemin davis a no name and another no and milo eifler we're not doing john bostick yeah go get you (laughs) you're right they're definitely not they're gonna finally address that position all right where was trayvon or Traylon, yeah, Trayvon. Trey Walker. Trey Trey Walker. Walker. Yeah. How much do you want to put on this bet? I'm not because you got the answer. You're cheating. <laughs> As I'd say, he he looks all too happy right now to be given this. Well, Trev has one, some really bad. Uh, Sauce Gardner was number one. All right, well, that's he that was well, well deserved. Aiden Hutchinson number two. Mm-hmm. Tariq Woolen, cornerback from Seattle. Good one. Kayvon Thibodeau was number four. All right, overrated. Yeah, no, no offense, authentic. I know you're still watching here. <laughs> no, a lot of offense, authentic. <laughs> yeah. he, the guy had like four sacks. Yeah, one was against us. So yeah, I think football. two were against us. <laughs> okay, in one, one game. Uh, number five was Jalen Petre, defensive back from Houston, who picked off Dak, I think, twice. Mm-hmm. And then that was one of the safeties I wanted. Sam Williams from the Cowboys, number six. Wow. That's all it has. So, and that's it. Your so boy, Trey Walker. Nah, I told you, he wasn't that great. We beat him the first game of the season. He did yeah. look good. That he actually made. He was a difference maker in that game. Yeah, now, he was. <laughs> he was. Now we've talked about some of the players here, and and it's fair. And we're going to find out which players are coming where, and which you know who we're going to have, and where we're going to go. Now, oh God, don't get us started on the pressure. I, know, I, I believe in pressures. Authentic. These two. These two. Not so much. They don't. Uh, I mean- 
So <laughs> moving aside from the, the Thibodeau talk, because we're not a Giants podcast, let's no. get to the guys that are going to be coaching them mm-hmm. as Washington made several changes to their staff. Uh, Ken Zampezi staying on, but uh, going to be the senior offensive advisor game management. Instead, for QB's coach, they came, went to Stanford and got Tavita Pritchard. Hmm. Brent uh, Wieselmeyer Weissel, is going to be the new defensive back coach after Chris Harris has left. Richard Rogers, senior defensive assistant and Promo. safeties coach. Mm-hmm. And Christian Garcia, assistant Promo. defensive backs and nickel coach. Still some holes to be made here or changes to be made, especially on the offensive side as the only chain or only two, the names there were the Tavita Pritchard and Ken Zampezi. What are you guys thinking about some of these hires? Oh, well, Pritchard from Stanford, never coached NFL young guy. Mm -hmm. I read it today. He like averaged like over 400 yards on offense at Stanford. He coached uh, Bryce Love. Remember he was so good at Stanford. And then we drafted him, and where is he now? Uh, he got injured, of course, but which is a shame because he was a stud at Stanford. I loved. I was happy about that. Um, he Davis Mills, who is on the way up a little bit in Houston after a rough rookie year. Um, uh, what's his name? Some that Hogan quarterback on his last year. He coached him too, and some other guys that really haven't done much NFL, but they are in NFL. So. Um, as long as I mean it is what it is. I don't know what a quarterback coach does, but if my guess is just like to work on footwork, you know, mechanics, all that stuff. And as long as he's doing that, and EB is still calling plays to put Sam, given like letting Sam use those tools he's learning from Pritchard sure. and putting the best game plan. That's all that matters to me. As long as he has no input on the on the play calling, it's whatever. Uh, Zampezi, he was quarterback coach. I mean, to give him a little bit for the doubt he had to work with how many quarterbacks in the past few years. Mm-hmm. So we really don't know if he was a good quarterbacks coach or not. Cause we went through so many, but since promoting him up, I guess he was obviously good. Cause we kept him on staff just at a different role. I don't know what game managing his role. I, is I think the most doing. important thing for Zampezi staying on is it gives Sam Howell continuity there. Okay, yeah, now, sure. Even if he's not directly the QB coach, there's still somebody on this offensive staff who who knows Sam Howell, what he does, his limitations, because you're probably not going to get that from Ron Rivera. Right. And there's nobody really else on the offensive staff outside of Ken Zampezi that's left after Scott Turner's uh, been let go. That could you know give those kind of answers to Eric Bieniemy. That's kind of like how I feel with the other hires too. Garcia was a quality coach, defensive backs. Now he's like with them so it's still the same yeah and the other people you mentioned too they've all been in the same room as before they just have a different role in the same room so that's continuity there so so far so good i guess change of scenery is always good right i'm interested in this pritchard dude yeah okay this tavita pritchard who's never coached in the nfl right Mm -hmm. what what is he now he's qb coach yeah this is his first season in the nfl He's had a variety of roles within Stanford uh, mm-hmm. to include actually playing quarterback for them in 2006 uh, through 2009. So mm-hmm. he has that QB background to be able to kind of make this jump from learning coaching in the, the college ranks to taking that skill set that he knows and taking what he's learned as a coach and bringing it to the NFL. So there's still some, some kind of neat things in there. And as Trev mentioned on the younger side, so, 
still yeah. a lot of room to grow. So what about this uh, tinfoil theory here, right? Okay. There is uh, the kid coming out of Stanford this year. Uh, mm. Tanner McKee? Is that his yeah, name? McKee. Right? Yeah, McKee. Big kid. Six foot six. Not yeah. mobile, though. No. He's, he's, he's a 6'6", six, six, like 230, something like that. He's a big quarterback. He's, uh, I McKee, believe he's yeah. ranked mm-hmm. like the fifth. Yeah, he's uh, the fifth quarterback draft? ranked right now, looking like okay. he might be in the second, third round. Uh-oh. Uh, I think I know where you're going with this, Stoner, right I'm just here. saying, right, I'm just saying that maybe they they really like this guy, and so they want to bring in his QB coach to work with him. You know, maybe not for the for the guy being the guy. Maybe right. he's a, the third guy for a year or two or whatever. And Tavita Pritchard came in and said, hey, uh, EB, my guy from Stanford, you're going to want to – it's a package deal. If I'm coming, <laughs> I'm bringing the quarterback with me. I mean, so, to, to piggyback on that, Davis Mills, just a little stats on him. And his last year at Stanford, he finished, honorable mention, all Pac-12, 129 out of 195 for 1,500 yards, 10 total touchdowns, seven passes, and three rushing. And he had 301 yards passing yards per game. was the second best in the whole conference. So, And then he was a third-round draft pick. So maybe the tinfoil thing might. And that be was good. Pritchard. Yeah, that was Pritchard. That was David Davis Mills' Mills. numbers. Yeah, from his last year at Stanford. Yeah, was coaching him. Okay. So maybe a tinfoil hat. Important important yeah. note here, and and Pritchard isn't going to be the offensive coordinator for Washington. His no. his stats as an offensive coordinator are poopy. Uh, oh really? So just, yeah, they're not great. They're, yeah. they're, <laughs> they're one of the worst offensive uh, offenses this last year. Mm. Stanford might be happy to be getting rid of him. Uh, that he was that bad, uh, but he's a QB coach for Washington. He and he gets a chance to learn. So I want to make sure people kind of disassociate that kind of bad stats there. But he did have some success in the other positions that he had, mm-hmm. and and a lot of players from you know Stanford have been drafted. Right? You had our Sega Whiteside. You had Bryce mm-hmm. Love, Caden Smith, uh, Kobe Parkinson. Uh, Walter Little was an offensive tackle uh, that went to Jacksonville. Davis Mills, as you mentioned, in the third round to Houston. I really wanted him in the fourth round. Uh, don't think he's going to be you know, a starter in this league uh, at this point, but still has that pedigree. And like you mentioned, McKee, he's a big dude, six foot six, 22 years of age, same as Sam Howell. So maybe that is where they want to go. The only reason why Stoner, I'm not going to buy into that theory okay, is because he is not a mobile quarterback. And I do believe they want somebody with a little bit more mobility than what uh, McKee can bring. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You're probably right. I just wanted to throw in a little McKee knowledge out there. Cause you know, the fifth quarterback in this draft, you know, like you said, it could be a second or third rounder. This, this kid may have something. Let's nah. see. Nah. I don't know. He's a big dude, I, though. Do nah. you think why we're on the QB talk and we'll 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 transition to more QB talk later? But do you think Washington spends a draft pick in the first five rounds on a QB? No. Um, in the first five rounds? Mm-hmm. No. Whew, I think they might. I think they, oh, they could actually. They might. They might. I th- oh, Trev the- was convinced real quick there. No, but I'm going might. like I'm not talking about one, two, three. Like Sam know, Howe, fifth round. Right. Something like that. Just you know, they don't I guess maybe they do have a third guy. Do they they have what's his name? Yeah, they Jake got what's from 
Fromm. Yeah. They got Fromm to be their third guy. Yeah. But, and the and the rules might be changing next year for for quarterbacks, right? They're they're proposing a change to have a third quarterback dress for the game, uh, yes. and not count against the roster. We're, we're so turn to that rule, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, so you may see four quarterbacks on some teams, and so maybe you have Fromm and uh, McKee or whatever. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see Ooh. where they go with a QB, especially with Ron's comments. Uh, a lot of people misconstruing what he said earlier in the week or la- late last week when the, when a lot of people just assumed Sam Howell was going to be the starter. No, uh, that's not what he said. And we're going to be breaking that down here in the cool down. Stick with us. <laughs> 